Stanley Beckett is uh, our guest this evening, author and consultant at Change Creator SA. Stanley, good evening to you and thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, find me. I managed to get online. Hi, Aubrey. Good evening to you and all the listeners. Yeah, man. Talking about uh, finding efficient ways of getting desired outcomes. And uh, I sort of uh, laid the foundation of what we were going to talk about this evening by saying that many of us find ourselves doing the work doing the work, doing the work, but not getting the outcomes that we want, the results that we want. Um, we've done everything that we've learned, we've read about, heard rumors about, prayed about, meditated about, yet we seem to be impotent to arrive at the uh, results that we're finding. What's going on there, Stanley? Yeah, so there's actually a very specific reason why that, that happens, and um, you know, I'll, I'll answer that question now as to one of the first things that we need to consider, and then also go into what does it mean efficient action. If you remember now in the science of getting rich, the first it's really two parts that that he says uh, that successful people do is, is number one. We went into a lot of detail in saying that they think in a certain way, right? Now we're talking about acting in a certain way. And um, to answer your question, I think that's a good way to start tonight. Uh, I was with a Monday night Monday night group, um, and we were we were actually talking about this this past Monday night um, in one of the the agreements between your conscious subconscious, and that says when you know, do. In other words, when it's time to act, and you know to act, act. But how will you know what's the right action step? And I, I, I use the example. It's like. Swimming Olympics against an Olympic swimmer. You could, you could be a person that jumps into a swimming pool, and you can be flaying around and and splashing your arms and your legs and going crazy. And and somebody looking at you from the outside can look at you and they can say they can't fault you on effort. You know, yeah. you're putting in more effort yeah. than what the, those other swimmers are putting in, but you're getting nowhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the, the people who get somewhere are the people who who swim with purpose. In other words, you, you swim, you've trained for this one moment. We, when it comes to the Olympic, for example, and you see people in a race, you're only seeing the very last part of all of, you're not seeing all the work that's gone before that. You're not seeing all the years and years of hard effort. You're only seeing the end result. Yeah. You're seeing the person jump in the pool and swim. And this, especially for younger people starting their careers and starting their businesses, this is a big wake-up call for, for all of us is to say, we, we look at people who are successful and we say, I want to be like that, right? But we don't realize the struggle that went into becoming like that. And the truth is many people are not willing to go through that struggle. They're not willing to do the things that need to be done to get there. They want to just stand on that platform, jump in and, and, and be able to swim and win the race. Mm. And Napoleon Hill is saying, listen, I mean, um, Wallace Watfield is saying, listen, that action of jumping into the pool, that's, for many people, that's your first step. And he says, that's where you're going wrong. He says, that is only the final step of the whole process. If you have not worked on your being, if you have not worked on your thinking, if you have not worked on, on, on all the things we spoke about before, then that is exactly why people will be in that situation that they say, man, I work so hard and I'm, I'm doing everything I think I should be doing. But remember, he says, it's not the result of doing certain things. He says it's a result of doing those things in a certain way. Yeah. And tonight he speaks about this specifically, acting in a certain way. And this is this is this was a big one for me, Aubrey. This is one of those lessons 
But I can honest, I can sincerely say to all the listeners and to you, I wish someone had taught me 20 years ago already. Mm. You know, it could have made such a big difference. And, and maybe my journey is to have gone and learned all the ways not to do things so that I can come and teach people how to do it. You know, like, like make all the mistakes so that other people don't have to make the mistakes. So it's like I'm saying to anybody listening tonight, if you, if you're starting your own business and, 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 you know, tonight I, I want to speak a lot to people starting their own businesses because the truth is, Aubrey, for many people in this country, and I'm not even going to go worldwide, I'm just going to go to South Africa. For many people, starting your own business is the only option left to yeah. try and make some money, right? Yeah. But for those people that are starting their own their, their businesses and things, what is it that, that you should do that will give you the best chance to, to make a success of it? And, and, you know, the same principles applied in anything, but tonight I'm, I'm, I really want to dedicate tonight more to those who are entrepreneurial and realize, listen, if I'm going to feed my family, if I'm going to feed myself, I need to make a plan because yeah. I'm not finding the jobs out there. I'm not finding the employment. Yeah. 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 So the very, and, and this is why it was a very personal one to me as well. And, and, and I really hope I can do this, this chapter justice because there's just so much depth into this. I don't know if we don't finish it, we'll have to make it a two part series because mm. there's just so much to understand here that I wish I'd understood as I shared. And the first thing is, he says, the only time you can act is now, right? And, and, and but what he means by this as a first point, and I just wanted to bring this in, is that too many people spend their time, and this is what he says, says in the book, he says, too many people spend their time acting in the past or acting in the future. Mm. So you're either sitting and you're not getting anything done, once again, the, the age-old um, thing, because you're regretting actions you did in the past. Almost as if sitting here, spending time regretting things in the past is going to somehow allow you to go back into the past and change those actions. And it's not possible. You cannot change the past. So we know that one's past. But here's the more, here's the more important one, and this is where I can honestly open up and say to you, Aubrey, I have struggled with, is that also the other side of the, the coin that you make the mistake is when you're acting in the future. So when what does that mean, acting in the future, is... You, 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 you think so much about what you're going to achieve one day when you're there that you don't act properly in the moment because it feels to you, if, if, if for example, I'm, let's say, for example, I am thinking of this great multinational business that I want to own one day. If I'm thinking in that space and I'm, I'm always in that space but not present, then Everything, anything I do now seems insignificant and seems, why is, what's the point of doing that? It? I want those big contracts. I want those big clients. But he's saying, listen, before you can get there, you first have to fill the space. Yeah. Mm. You first have to be present. And, and, and the word he uses, he says, you can only advance by being larger than your present place. Mm. Now, what he means with that, Aubrey, is that there's, what are you doing right now? Whatever you're doing right now, how are you doing it? Are you doing it with 100% presence? Are you doing it with everything you can now, with what you have available? You know, people will look and they'll say, you know, to start to run a proper business, I need X, Y, or Z. I don't have any of those things. Okay, great. You're not meant to be there yet. That's, that's acting in the future. Yeah. yeah. What can you do right now with what you have available right now? That's what you should be focusing on. He says you must do all that you can do where you are at before you can proceed to the next level. And 
I'd like to I'd like to use as an example like like I used to love playing adventure games and I still do on computer. Mm. And when you're doing it, I don't know if you've ever played these games. Or you, it's, it's kind of like a puzzle game, and you've got to figure out you're like a character in a game, and you've got to figure out how to get to the next level. Mm. But you cannot proceed to the next level until you've picked up all the pieces on the current level, until you've solved all the problems on the current level. Mm. And many times you sit frustrated. I mean, sometimes you can sit for days and weeks in the game frustrated because you feel like I've done everything, but it's this one thing you didn't do in the game. It's this one key you didn't turn. It's this one thing you didn't pick up. And you go over it again and again and again until eventually you see the thing lying there. You go, oh, man, there it is. And when you pick up that piece, you've now picked up the last piece. In other words, you've now filled that space. You can now move to the next level. Yeah. And that's a good analogy for how, how we are in life, is that it's life will not allow you to advance to the next level until you've completed everything you need to do on this current level. Mm. But because we want to advance so quickly, because we want to move ahead and, and cheat, it's almost like in a game you get cheats where you can go through levels, but what's the point of playing the game then? Like we think sometimes in life, we can cheat our way to the next level and the next level and the next level. And, and, and what Wallace Wattles is saying in this book, in, in this chapter, is he's saying, listen, the only way you can advance to the next level is to fill the space you currently have. So if you're sitting in a job you don't like, Right? Or if you're sitting in a situation you don't like, he says it's not about liking, it's about realizing there's a reason you are there right now. So instead of acting in the future, instead of saying, I'm not going to do anything until I get to that place, or I'm not, you know, it's sort of acting with things, the strength you don't have yet, he's saying, right now, what are you doing to make sure that what you are doing today, right now, in your job, in whatever you're doing, that you are filling that space? In other words, you are becoming the best you can with what you have available. So I just want to say one more thing. Maybe it can help us understand this a bit more. What does it mean to not fill your place? Mm. And then I think of something like the Gallup's Strength Finder. If you look at the research that Gallup's has done over the past 10, 15, 20 years, it's consistent and it's, it's actually quite shocking. It says that 60 to 80% will be, and that's a huge percentage, 60 to 80% of people working in a job are disengaged. In other words, they're just there to pick up a check. They're just there to make enough money to get through the day, uh, to, get, uh, to, to get paid at the end of the month, right? There, there's also a rule that they call the 20-80 rule, where they say 20% of your workforce is doing 80% of all the work. Now, when that happens, you will see those 20% that do all the work. They are the ones that get the promotions. They are the ones that get the advancement. And then the others look at them with anger and jealousy and say, but why are they getting advanced and I'm not? It's because they filled their current space. They did everything they could in their current space to be able to fill that space so that, that they could be seen as someone who can be moved up. And that's the first part of tonight where you're saying the first rule when it comes to efficient, efficient acting um, is you can only be efficient by acting now on what you have now and putting your full focus and, and power and purpose, which we'll talk about just now, into what you are doing now. But too many of us are saying, I want a better job. I want more pay. I want this. And we're living in that future, but we're not living in the present. And that's the first step towards inefficient um, action. So. Maybe you can just let me know if that's making sense sure. or not. Let's 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 see if if I'm on the same page with you, and 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 perhaps let's uh, invite our listeners to jump in and uh, perhaps help us, uh, so that we are all on the same page. 
I remember listening to a podcast. I just can't remember who it was that I was listening to. And this person said, anxiety is when we live too much in the future. And depression is when we live too much in the past. Oh, that's great. That we find ourselves very anxious when we are too much in the future. And we find ourselves very depressed when we are too much in the past. In, in other words, we, we, we're so worried and so encumbered by things that happened in the past, but there's nothing we can do about it anymore. Uh, but because we are so fixated on the past, we enter into a depressive state. And of course, the other extremity is being in the future. You're not there yet. You're not taking care of the issues of the present. You're not looking after the reality of the present moment. But your mind and your thoughts and your spirit almost is in the future. That can be a very anxious process. And it appears to me that that is a, a big, big issue for many of us. Because obviously, uh, we use our past as a reference to, to, to give us our um, launching pad, right? Uh, from where we come from. This is where we come from and we want to go higher. We want to achieve better. We want better relationships. We want more money. We want a better job. But it's usually based on the past. And then we are obviously looking to where we want to go. So we imagine a a great future, a better future. And all those things, I imagine, Stanley, are important. But then the problem is when we forget the present moment, where you are right now, and taking care of this moment right now. Because the future cannot be arrived at without the present. In other words, the the steps that you need to step on to be able to get to the highest rung of the step ladder are the ones that you are on at the moment and they cannot be ignored. So, so it appears to me that the big issue here is how to be present, how to be aware and in the present fully so that you can learn the lessons that the present is asking you to understand and learn, but also to be actively involved in the, in the activities of the present which launch you to the future. Is that what you're saying to us? Yes, and, and, and absolutely. And I love the word that you used, anxiety. So let's quickly, let's quickly talk about that, being absorbed in the future, being as effective as you can. That's, that's, cause that's really what this chapter is about. How Anybody can work. But how do you make sure you're working effectively, right? And let's go into that anxiety. Why do we have anxiety when we think about the future, Aubrey? It's because we we imagine a future that 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 where we are going. But currently, in our current state, whether we realize it or not, when we're thinking of that future, we cannot see how we're going to be able to handle the things I'm thinking about, even though we want it. How am I going to handle it? Because we don't have those tools yet. We haven't build those muscles yet. We're busy building those muscles now. And and he says, don't worry about the future. This, the, it's, it's almost like, I like using the analogy, the story in the Bible, it talks about the Israelites walking in the desert and then they were given manna every day. Mm. And then some of them would take some of the manna and store it in their bag, afraid that there might not be tomorrow. And the next day, it was rotten and, 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 and it was really... Uh, uh, 
look badly upon those that did it. And yeah. that's kind of how we, how people live today still. They, they're so worried about the future that, they, that they're holding back in the present. And this anxiety that he's talking about is this anxiety of saying, but the, pre- the future is scary. I mean, I want. I, uh, uh, that's why. That's why that saying goes. We probably fear more the thing, more us. We, we're more afraid of success, our success than the, the, the failure. Because when we imagine a future, we want to imagine a future that's successful. But wow, who am I going to be? That will I be able to run that company? Will I be able to to to, to make these things work? I don't know. And right now, I probably won't be able to because right now I haven't built those skills yet. So right now, your job is to build those skills. But the way our brains work is, is that our thinking, acting brain switches off when we are under stress, when we are in danger, like yeah. we were in the wild. If something's chasing us, we don't have time to think, think anymore. Now it's time to act. In, in other words, now it's fight or flight. It's survival. And our brain works that way that when we go into stress, our brain sees it as danger. And the same system takes over. In other words, we are not thinking anymore. We are now survival. And when we're in constantly in that mode, then we're not present into what's happening now. We're not focusing on what's happening now. So when right now we're meant to be building the muscles, and that's why he says, don't worry about the future. When you get to that event, you'll know how to deal with it, right? Because you would have worked your way and built the muscles to get there. But you're taking longer and longer and longer and not getting there because you're not doing the things today that you need to be doing because you're so worried about the future. And he's saying now... What you should be doing, you should be acting every day towards that goal. And you should be present. Why should you be present? Because the more present you are, the more you start noticing what are what are actions that I take every day that are moving me forward. And what are actions in my current space with my current level of power and my current knowledge and things that are moving me backwards. And then you need to start taking note of what are the, the there's, a, there's, there's, there's a mentor of mine I love listening and following his name's Brendan Bouchard. He calls them the needle shifters, especially for those who are running their own businesses and wanting to. He says, your job is to notice what are the needle shifters in your business. In other words, what are the things, the four things, let's just say four things, that, that, that are, the, are the most effective in actually growing your business? Whether those four things are every time, or, or let's say, for example, phoning phoning potential clients that's one of the things the more i do that the more doors start opening for me maybe one of the things is marketing online maybe one of the things is going to to networking events you realize the more networking events i go to the more i'm starting to get contacts that are starting to open doors for me so so examples like that but if you present and you notice you'll start noticing but there's certain things that are very effective and 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 there's certain things that are not effective the not effective example, and I see this all the time, and I'm always talking to people about this, is like, for example, the person starting a new business, and they've had the business running for two months, and all they've done in, two, in those two months is work on their website and work on their, their, mm-hmm. their business cards and things. But none of that is bringing money into the, 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 the organization. None of that is growing their business. So they're working hard. They're splashing in the pool. But it's not effective. It's not bringing results. It's not a needle shifter. Your success will come, and that is what this chapter is about. Your success will come when you can identify what are those needle shifters in my life? What are the two, three, four things that if I just consistently do those things and I do them properly and I do them with power and I focus my energy into them, that are most likely going to get me to move forward. And then focus on doing those things 80% of the time. 
But unfortunately, the reason businesses fail is because people don't want to do the thing, those things because those are the uncomfortable things. I don't like phoning, phoning clients to ask for business. I don't like going out there and meeting a network. I'm not a people person. No, these kind of things we tell ourselves. But those are the things that grow your business. So what do you do? You, you try and make yourself feel better by being busy. And this is what he's talking about. You're busy all day, but it's ineffective business, busyness. So you're working on your website and you're thinking, maybe the reason I'm not getting so many clients is because this wording in, on my website isn't quite right. Maybe if I change the wording there, then people will start wanting to buy from me. So we do all the things that we that if we were present, we would realize is not effective at all. It's not moving us forward. But it's the things we're comfortable with. And it's usually the things we aren't comfortable with that are the needle shifters that we keep pushing to the side. And that is why we are stuck. And, uh, stuck. and that is what he, what he talked in this chapter. What is the difference between uh, acting effectively versus acting ineffectively? Give us a call on 011-883-0702. Do you find yourself preoccupied with with the busyness of business rather than the business that you should be doing in order for your business to grow? <laughs> do you do you find yourself just doing stuff, being busy, just bzzz, but not doing the thing that is supposed to be done for you? to move to the next level of the evolution of your business. And we're talking business here, but the principle is true for every endeavor, whether it is trying to get fitter physically, whether it is trying to get a better qualification, whether it is trying to get better education, whatever the endeavor is, do you find that you're sometimes so preoccupied with doing but not doing the thing that is relevant to now, what is required now that launches you to the next phase, next level of your growth, your evolution. Give me a call. I'd love to take your calls around that. Could it be that you are you are fixated on the future or concerned about the past, but neglecting to do what is required for now? Yeah? Give me a call. I'd love to hear from you uh, around that. And could that be the reason why you're not seeing the desired outcome? See, you're not, not, you're not sitting there doing nothing. You're obviously doing something. But it might not be the right thing for what your business requires right now. You might be uh, going to meetings about uh, the, your, how, how nice your website looks. Yeah. You might be looking at all of the things that have to do with, uh, I don't know, your, the building or the, 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 the building that you, but you're not speaking to clients. Yeah. Maybe the thing that you should be doing right now is speaking to clients. Give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. Could that be the reason why we're not seeing the success we should be seeing in our businesses? Because we're so preoccupied with the future or the past and not doing what is required for the present. Give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. 11 And why is it that we don't do what is required for the present? Is it because it's not sexy enough? Is it, not, is it because it's not glamorous enough? Is it because it requires... Uh, a lot of effort Give me a call I'd love to hear your thoughts about this Because I think It's not a lack of effort That makes people not succeed in their business But perhaps Applying the effort On the wrong things Yeah 
and not necessarily getting the uh, desired outcomes. Give us a call. 011-883-0702. Stanley Beckett is my guest, author and consultant at Change Creator uh, SA. Stanley, would that help? Do you think that that, uh, paraphrases what you've been saying sufficiently? Absolutely, Obi. And and I had another thought that I want to drop in there. And this is really, I again, I'm giving this because I wish someone had given me this advice. It's, it's something I actually recently did. And I wish I'd done it 10 years ago already. And my question here is to explain what I, what I did is, what, do you, what, what if you don't know what the efficient action is you should be taking? Now? Yeah. Okay. Let's say you're, you're starting a business in, in, in an area and you don't know what's the most efficient way. I mean, me, for example, let's say I've got my coaching business and I'm seeing it's not growing, right? What do I do? Do I keep struggling along doing the things I think I should do? And at what stage do I realize this isn't efficient? It's not working. I'm not seeing success. Here's what you do, Aubrey. And here's what I'm going to, to tell everybody who's thinking about this. I mean, even those who are looking for jobs and says, you know what? I'm doing everything I can. I'm sending out my CV every day. What more, what more can I do? Well, if your CV is not getting on, if no one's coming back, you're not getting interviews, then obviously your CV and sending your CV out isn't efficient. It's inefficient. Why keep doing it? If you sent it to 50, 60 places already, you're not getting anything back. That tells you there's something wrong with your CV. There's, there's something that needs to change. You need to be focusing your energy now. What in my CV is causing that people are not getting back to me? Start there. You know, start there and, and, and work. But let's say, for example, you're in a business. And let's say, I'm going to come back. Let's say you started now a coaching business. And now you say, right, I'm ready to go. I've done my coaching training. I'm ready to go out there and be a business consultant and coach. And nothing is happening. You know what you do, Aubrey? You go and find, and you will find the, you will find many great people who are, are, are very successful, will be willing to help if you approach in the right way. You go and find somebody who's already very successful in what you're doing. You, you contact them and you ask if you could buy them a cup of coffee or something and just meet up for them just for 20 minutes of their time, for example, right? And then when you sit with that person, you ask them the question and say, if you had to start over again today and you could choose three things to do that you know would make your, you successful, what would those three things do? be? And listen to what the person says and do those three things. Go and find yourself somebody who can give you some advice. Go and find yourself somebody, even if you're working in a business, you say, I'm, I want to get promoted. I want to go, I want to get hired. Go and look for someone in the business that you admire, someone that's already where you want to be and ask them that question and say, listen, what are the top two or three things I can focus on, the skills I can build, things I can work on that can help me get to the level you are? And whatever that person says, do it. And you will find that person will never tell you what you're either currently doing or what you like to do, because that's the reason you're not doing it. That person is going to tell you to do things you're not going to be comfortable with. And I, and I, and I think of this, you know, Bob Proctor, um, I just want to tell you this story quickly, Aubrey, and I've never forgotten. He told that once he went to the Prudential back in the 1970s, 80s. I mean, that was the biggest insurance company in America. And he says he, they were at an event with over five, 6,000 insurance salespeople. And he asked, who is the number one insurance salesperson in this company? And he found out who it was. And this number one person, he was more than double the person, making more than double the amount of person who was in second place. And that's over five, 6,000 people. And Bob Proctor said, when he was talking to him, he asked him a question and said, 
said, how many of these people, these 6,000 plus people that are sitting here, have ever come up to you and asked if they could have lunch with you or could spend some time and asked you what you did, to be, to, what you are doing to be successful? And he says, this person says, no, not one person has ever asked him that. Isn't that shocking? I mean, how, why would you want to keep trying to reinvent the wheel if you can go and ask somebody who's done what you already want to do? And all you have to do is say to them, listen, what are the top two or three, four things that I should be focusing all my attention on to become successful in this industry? And if you can find that, then what Wallace Wattles is saying is every day you get up and you focus all of your attention on, look, you can still do some of the other things, but sure. 80% of your day should be focused on those three or four things. And if you just keep doing those things consistently, he says you will win. But what happens is we get up every day like that swimmer, we run around, we're busy, but none of what we're doing is effective because we don't understand what, what those effective actions are. Because we're living in the present, I mean in the future, not in the present. Let's take some calls. Ngosnati is in Soweto. Ngosnati, good evening to you. Good evening, Aubrey, and good evening to stay How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, man. Go for it. What is your question or comment, uh, Gosnati? Uh, you know, uh, Aubrey, I've been doing business, I think, almost for 20 years of my life. Uh, I think the now um, is my 11th, if not 12th business that I've been trying to, to do, but without success. Mm. You know, to an extent that you, you were talking about cleansing in, in your last... Uh, <laughs> so I think, you know, it blacks, you end up thinking, you know... Yeah, like, I need a cleansing. Yeah, yeah. Or, or something. Yes. You know, and uh, you hear people... I, I, I assist people to, to, to develop businesses. Uh, there's a business that I've been doing also to develop this, and they get successful. And I've been doing courses, small courses, I think about maybe now it's six or seven courses. But And now, I'm, uh, as I'm talking to you, maybe I've got two or three businesses that I'm trying to run. Yeah. And nothing, nothing is is going on, is getting right. Stanley? So I, <laughs> sorry, uh, what, uh, sorry, hi, uh, hi Obi. what's his name again? Kosinati is saying that he... he assists people start businesses many of them have become successful he's yeah. been doing this over the last 20 years uh but his business seems never to uh grow in the way that he believes it ought to uh he's even thought about going for a cleansing <laughs> um and uh, really i suppose Ngosnati, the question is what are what are what are you doing wrong yeah yes stanley yeah, well, you know, obviously I can't, I can't answer that question. What is he doing wrong? <laughs> Just from that information. But, um, I let, let me quickly ask him, Kozanati, um, and Kozanati, tell me, you say yeah. you are helping other people. Is that correct? Yes. You say you are mentoring other people and sort of coaching and assisting them. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So, Kozanati, tell me who's, who's mentoring you? Who's coaching you? Who's helping you? No one currently is helping me. Okay, can you see the problem right there? You are stuck. If you knew how to become unstuck, stuck, you'd already do. It. You'd already be doing it. In the same way, why did those people that you that you um, helped move forward? Because they had you. They had you that was not emotionally involved in their stuckness. Looking from the outside, they could see things. You could see things they couldn't see. Right? I'm sure you pointed out things they didn't even think of that help them move forward. 
you need somebody like that in courses. Everybody needs somebody like that. I'm telling you, it's not just because I'm a coach. Even coaches all need coaches. We all need somebody to help us see what we are not seeing ourselves. And that's why I'm saying I can't give more advice than that tonight because I don't know the bigger situation. But I'm suggesting that if, if, if you are already coaching others, if you're already helping others, it means you've got a good brain in your head. You know what to do. But the problem is you are stuck in your own problems. And my first advice to you would be to really, um, you know, talk to someone. And, and Aubrey, I'm, I don't usually do that, but I'm going to make an offer to the course of Nazi tonight. I'm going to say, contact me. I will give you a free session from my side. And let me sit with a session with you and we see what's going on and what's keeping you stuck. But that would be your first thing. And, 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 and the second thing would be you need to go and figure out what are the top two or three or four things you need to be doing every day consistently that's going to bring you results. And if you don't know what those top three or four things are, then your only job right now is to go and find that out. And if you can put those two things together, I think you'll start moving forward. See, Ngosnati, it's not that you're doing nothing, right? Yes. Yes. It's not like you're sitting down on your hands and just doing nothing. No, every day I wake up, we have got a plan that I must do this and do that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Here's the issue. Yes. Maybe the things that you're doing are not the things that you ought to be doing for what you require for your business to move to the next level of it. So you, you may be finding that you're doing, you're doing, you, you, you're busy, but you're not busy doing the thing that is relevant to the stage that your business is at at the moment. And you're your main focus, your main focus, nothing else must be to find out what is it that you must be doing now for you to get your business to the stage that it needs to get, the next stage of your business. Because you already have the business, right? You've got some clients that you've, you've assisted. So you need to be asking yourself the question, what is it that I must be doing? To the exclusion of everything else. You must exclude everything else but the thing that you must be doing that gets you to the next stage. And that should be your biggest activity. So, in other words, you need to be, uh, the, the job that you have tonight and tomorrow morning is to find out what is the activity that you need to be doing. Forget about all of the things that you've planned now. But the question the abiding question on your mind must be, what is it that I must do now to propel me to the next stage of my business? Because uh. yours is not a problem of doing. You are doing. You're already doing something. And many times we get caught up in the idea that I must, hey, I must do something. And I just don't want to sit down and just do nothing. The issue here is not you've got to do something that is connected to getting you to the next level. That's the issue here. Because uh, uh, sometimes I, I see it with myself that I, I just don't want to be sitting there idle. But maybe what you need to be doing is to be sitting down and thinking very clearly about where you are and what activity that you need to do for the next stage of your business. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it makes sense, Aubrey. So uh, Stanley's going to give you his contact details. Maybe you just give him okay. a call and then maybe you guys have a catalytic chat. Uh, just to catalyze 
uh, you for the next sort of uh, of movement. Ngosnati uh, in Soweto. I'm going to ask Thank Stan. Please, please uh, take the call. I mean, uh, listen out for Stanley's contact details just at the top of the hour. All right. Okay, thank you very much. Much appreciated. Stanley, I think this is probably one of the most critical conversations we've had thus far in this slot. In that many of us can argue very convincingly that I'm doing something. I'm going to school. I am... I've taken the course. I have written the CV. I'm doing something, but I'm not getting anywhere. And maybe the problem is not in the doing. The problem is in the doing what is the correct thing to do. Because I think we think that Sometimes just because I'm doing something, just because I'm sending my CVs, just because I am doing a, another course, just because I am, um, I am looking at all of the um, YouTube videos related to the issue that I'm interested in, that I am actually doing something. But that might be the very problem, that you're doing something but not doing the right thing in terms of the next level that you need to take your effort to am i making any sense absolutely i mean i'm I'm really laying myself there tonight in terms of sharing how how much this lesson strikes me um i'll take for example in the past i would i love creating programs i love creating courses and things and but none of that's actually bringing money in you know like if i'm not in front of a client selling a program i'm not bringing in money yeah but because I'm, 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 I'm so afraid of hearing that no, I'm so afraid of getting rejected, I rather don't go and see the clients and I rather sit here uh, and I feel excited because I'm working. I mean, yo, you, you must, you, people, I, I'm, and I let people know, hey, look at me, I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm working, I'm working until 12 o'clock, I'm working so hard, but I'm not bringing in anything. It's not effective. I need to be out there and, and, and many times you can be working on something, you're working on all these things that, that you think is great, but it's not selling because... You're not out there. You're not in front client. of a client. Yeah. You're not. You're not hearing from the clients. What do they want? What do they need? You're building what you think they need, and it might be at all not at all what they need. But if you're in front of clients talking, you might not get the business. But you're starting to 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 understand. But what do they? What what would turn a no into a yes? What would make the clients want to work with me? So maybe before I do all this work on developing all these programs and things, let me first find out what's needed out there. So in other words, the needle shifter isn't creating the program. The needle shifter is getting in front of clients and talking to them and then get those rejections, get those no's. That's okay. Get them out of the way. But the more you're getting those rejections, you know, the more you're learning, but why did this person say no? Because people will give you feedback if you ask them. And then you go and you develop around that. That's an example of effective action. Ineffective action is just building, building, building and saying, don't worry, uh, people will come. And then they never do. And there's just there's such a fine line between those two that if you if someone doesn't point it out to you, it becomes very difficult to see. And you become very, very frustrated. And eventually that's why, I mean, over a five-year period, 80% of businesses that start fail. And over a 10-year period, 98% of businesses that started 10 years ago close doors and fail because they're not doing it in an effective manner. So your job right now today, that, that person in Causey that just called now, everybody else listening, your job is to find out 
how do I act effect, effectively? What are the two, three, four things that I, if I just consistently do those things, because it always comes down to that, all of your success is going to come down to two, three or four things that you do effectively. If I can find that out and put all of my power, all of my focus on those things, then you watch how things start growing for you. But unfortunately, we do the opposite. We put all our power into things that are not effective because we, 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 we are just not present and seeing it and understanding it. And of course, the deceptive, the deceiving sort of element here is the fact that you're doing something. So you can, you can legitimately say, look, I'm not sitting doing nothing. I'm doing something. The issue is, is the thing that you're doing relevant to the job that you're trying to achieve or the result that you're trying to achieve? Here's, here's, it appears to me that another element is required and that is the element of Sober, sober, so, sober, courageous l- reflection. In other words, yes. the, 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 the element here that's required is for one to sit back and say, listen, you, you've been doing the, you've been doing stuff. You be, but, but, but what, what I've been doing has not been in line with the goal that I want to achieve. That is is a very courageous conversation to have with yourself, isn't it? Absolutely. And, 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 and be courageous enough to admit it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to share with you what I did recently. Me and you, we, you know, we talk all the time and I shared with you. When I realized things were just not happening the way I wanted to, I eventually decided, let me go and speak to someone I know is extremely successful, that is, that is, that is got the kind of business and the kind of forward momentum I want. And, 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 and I'm, I met up with this person and I said, listen, is there a way that you can just sort of mention? Is there a way you can just sort of show me? And the person's more than happy to do that. And for all I know, that person is going, uh, look, the person's probably going to tell me th- like t- things that I already know uh, that I don't want to have to do, but maybe I need to hear it. But that's what you need to do, Aubrey. Go and find somebody that is successful in what you are already doing and ask them. You know, what can I do? If you, if you find, for example, your, your CV is not getting recognized, go and find someone who builds CVs. Go and find someone who recruits, who headhunts for companies. Go and look on LinkedIn. Find somebody until you find someone who help them. Tell them, listen, I'm looking for a job in this area. I'm trying to get something going here, but nothing's working. What are the top two or three things that you think I can either change or do differently that'll at least give me a better chance of finding a job, growing my business, getting a promotion? And you will always find there's somebody who is willing to help you people are very willing to help if they see that the see that the the like how can i say they can see the effort you're putting in they can see that you really are are because every person has had somebody before them that helped them and that's really the missing key for so many of us is that we're ineffective we don't know why we frustrate ourselves and we give up instead of saying let me go and find somebody who can work and talk to or let me go and read up about it or let me go and see People who have been successful, let me see how much I can read up about it. And let me see if I can find three, four things that I can start seeing they all do, they all talk about. You'll see those patterns. And if you do that work, you will see a whole new different way of thinking about how to be more effective or start opening up for you. And, and I suppose it's part of, it's part of that, that, that hard conversation we need to have with ourselves. Uh, the conversation that says, listen, I, I know I'm doing, but I'm not seeing the results. So maybe what I'm doing is not the right thing for me to be doing right now. 
and then making yourself vulnerable to to go to somebody who's going to tell you that truth, that uncomfortable truth that says, listen, bud, um, yeah, you can keep doing that all you want. You're not going to achieve it. I'm reminded of a conversation I had recently with another guest of mine. We were having a conversation about entrepreneurship and sales. He says, here's a guy who sells drills. And he's so preoccupied about the alloys, the strength of his drill. and But he's not answering the client's question as to whether or not that drill can actually make the hole and the size of hole that the client wants. And when he goes to the client, he keeps telling him about, oh, we've got this high-grade steel and this alloy and, and all of this stuff. He's not answering the question of the client. And maybe the client in this particular conversation is the next level of your, uh, of your evolution. It is the achievement of the result that you're looking for. And perhaps we shouldn't be so preoccupied with the other stuff that we're doing uh, that makes us not effective. Perhaps the thing is to understand how do I answer the question for the client rather than preoccupy yourself with uh, answers that make your ego feel good about itself. Stanley? Exactly, Aubrey, because you know what the wonderful thing is about that? If you find out from the client what their most pressing need is and you see a way that you can help that client, guess what? I can guarantee you he's not the only person who has that problem. I can guarantee you there are many, many other people who have the exact same problem. But because, like you said, you're so preoccupied in my way, this is the way it should work and this is my product or result, that you don't, you're not listening, you're not getting it and that you don't see the opportunity. In other words, you're thinking not in the present. You're either in the past on what's worked for you or hasn't worked in, in the past or in the present on what you believe is going to happen, I mean future, in what you believe is going to happen or work in the future. But you're not present and you're not listening. And may, for many of us, that's the big problem. We're not listening and we're not, um, we, uh, I, I always want to end off tonight by saying again, if I could ask anybody here that says I'm not successful in my business, I'm not successful in finding that job I want, I'm not successful in getting that promotion, I'm not successful in growing my wealth, whatever it might be, if I had to come and ask you right now, tell me what the, your four top needle um, shifters are that will move you forward. And if you can't immediately tell me what those four are, that's where your problem is and that's where you need to start. Stanley Baker, how do people get in touch with you? So anyone wanting to get a hold of me, you can find me on LinkedIn. You'll find me at, um, uh, my name is Stanley Bickett One. And then also you can email Stanley at changecreatorsa, one word, Stanley at changecreatorsa.com.